this never, never, never gets any easier for me. So, so if you're here this morning and you're like, oh, just bear with me. Um, my name is Rob. I grew up right down the street. I've been in Hamden my whole life. I was the son of hardworking parents. My mother would, you know, work 70, 80 hours a week to put food on our tables, clothes on my back, and to help take care of a, a terminally sick husband. And, um, I, I mean, I was gifted. I, I, as school came very easy for me. I played ball. I, I was a fighter, so boxing was something I took to very easily. But, um, you know, my heroes weren't Ollie and Ripken. They, they were the guys that I grew up with, the guys that I could see in the neighborhood uh, that were driving 5.0s and, and making money and, and had gold chains and all the girls. That, that was who I wanted to be like. Uh, and, you know, at 15, I, I stopped going to school and I started selling cocaine, which is a lot easier to do around here than, than you would think. And um, naturally, when you're around drugs all the time, you see both sides of it and, and the use started. I was introduced to heroin a few years later, and the spiral was immediate. I, I was using hundreds of dollars of heroin a day. I started to work in the red light district. I was a doorman at the block, uh, was my official title, but basically I was a, a drug dealer for the girls and a pimp. That was what I did. And um, I would do hundreds and hundreds of dollars of drugs every single day. It got, it, it's got so bad that... Uh, that I, I've destroyed all the veins in my body. I, I still, to this day, can't, can't give blood without a stent being put in. So after a, of years and years of this abuse, I severed both arteries in, in my arms, the right and left. When I severed the right, I, I stayed home. I tied it off, and I just kept doing what I was doing. And, you know, I figured it would clot and it would be okay. A few days later, I severed the, the other arm, and... It just bled. I bled out of both arms, and it was it was horrible. I lost a, an insane amount of blood. That, you know, I can't believe that I'm standing here talking about it today. Um, before the ambulance got there, I, I told the girl I was with at the time the last messages for my children because, I mean, I knew it was a wrap. I, there was no way I could lose this much blood and live. And um, I remember on the way to the hospital, all I could think of was they'll never hear those messages. She'll never tell them what I said. I mean, she wasn't even in the ambulance with me. So on the way to the, um, after I got to the emergency room, they, they've got me on the table. They're taking me into the OR. And it just went black. And I felt like I was falling. I, I thought for a minute that I fell off the table, but it was just, it didn't stop. I, I felt I was falling and falling, and it was getting blacker and blacker, and it was cold and, and scary. I was so afraid. I had this overwhelming sense of fear, and um, the only way I could describe it to this day is that I was apart from God, and uh, I, I didn't grow up in a church-going family. I, I didn't know God. I never had a relationship with the Lord, so this was an, a surprising feeling. I was so afraid. I, I was so afraid, and um, I, I, was, I woke up in, in, in recovery alone and just with a new outlook on life. Before, I didn't, I didn't care. I mean, death would have been a relief for the life I was living. But um, when I woke up, I, I knew that I had to change, that life had to change, that I, I had kids, I had children, I, I had so much more to live for. And, and I, I started to get myself together. I found a program that worked. I, I found a psychiatrist to talk to. And then, most importantly, I, I got a letter, a, a flyer in the mail, uh, maybe two years later, 
that was a Easter giveaway, as a matter of fact. We, the church was giving away hams and, and bags for our local families. And me and my mother decided to, to come for the service, too. So we came to the service. I walked through the doors. I sat down in the back like I always do, and I checked the box. I, I picked up the, the flyer, and our, um, I filled out the, the connection card. They were in the flyers then. You know, they weren't in the pews. And I, I checked all the boxes on it. And um, I got a call a few days later from Pastor Dan. And I, I knew I began to put my life back in order to where I, I'd already gotten it physically back together. But now it was time to where I could give back and I could do something. And, and I seen that, that God was guiding me that way. And, and since then, I, I've been here and I've developed that relationship with my children and it's amazing how, how they, my 10-year-old, I never knew. I knew him when he was a baby, but um, just a year ago, as a matter of fact, his mothers started to let me see him, and, and, and my daughter's parents, my grandparents were the same way. She, well, a few years ago, was put back into my life. My oldest son was always with me, so, um, but now I, you know, I have great relationships with all three of them. My oldest son is about to be a father himself, and, and my daughter is getting ready for college, and, and my 10-year-old is with me every week here. And, you know, he just loves being with his dad and spending time with his dad. And, and, and I just I feel blessed every single day that, you know, I, I pray when I wake up and I pray before I go to bed that, you know, before I go to bed, I pray that, that you know, if God takes me, you know, I thank him. And when I wake up, I just say thanks for another day and just for letting me be here. And I truly feel that way.